All right. Hi, Rich. How you doing today? Super, super good. Okay. Yeah. So today I'll be interviewing Rich about the Microsoft Dairy Summer Camp uh, that was held outside of Berlin. Um. Yeah, Rich. Do you want to like? Do you want to share any relevant structural details to the gathering? Like, so what was it? How did it? You know, what was the original intention? That kind of hmm. stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Um. What's useful? Me and Nati hosted the first gathering in Belgium in 2022. And that went well. It was exciting. And then we did another one in the States and and later on in 2022. And that was even more exciting and interesting. And it felt like there's like momentum in this network for people to get together and to learn about community organizing together. And so then in 2023, I think it was, I was on one of our monthly calls that we have. There's like a membership where all the members get together once a month. Um, I just said something like, hey, I've been dreaming of a summer camp for the Microsolidarity Network. And I don't really want to organize it, um, but I would love it if it happened. <laughs> and immediately, like honestly, within 20 minutes, there were two different groups set up. Uh, one group in the States that were ready to to like coordinate something there and then one in Europe um, to do one over here. Um, and then I jumped in to help with the European one because I couldn't get to the States this year. Um, so the intention was like helping this network uh, develop at the right pace you know it's really vague basically um there's a bunch of community organizers who are trying to learn with along with each other like how do we create environments where people feel a lot of support and belonging um and summer camp for me means relaxing with like-minded people and having interesting conversations and doing little missions and going for swims and things um nuts and bolts it was a week um at at the at the weekend we had an intake of people that brought us up to about 50 people i think through the bulk of the week it was more like 30 people um there was no preset agenda so everyone who showed up just brought whatever conversations or activities or skill shares or whatever stuff they wanted to bring um it was really fun you were there and yeah i'm always interested in in reviewing and reflecting and thinking about hey what actually happened because obviously a lot a lot of stuff happens with 50 people over a week um but what did we learn and like where is where what's the state of the network right now and what happened there and yeah what what's the next steps all that sort of thing so i'm grateful for you showing up with some curiosity so we can think about it together um, yeah so before we hit record we had talked about kind of exploring like your role in the network but maybe before we get to that, um, like my curiosity has peaked when you're talking about um, talking just now uh, around, and I think it's relevant probably to your role, at least in some part, it's almost like, like a comparative view of gatherings like this, right? Because you've like, I know, like, obviously you hosted the first Mike Saturday gathering, you did this one, like, uh, you did the one in the U.S. Like I know you went to Jess Camp, even a part of Spiral. Um, I'm curious, like how this gathering, like, ha fits in, relates to, compares to like other ones that you've done. Mm -hmm. Um. So the first one I mentioned in Belgium, we we brought in like a professional team of trainers and facilitators, and it was very curated. And the idea was we're going to spend 
the first full day in a kind of like training process, which was very, very much around like um, skills of self-awareness, parts work, kind of depth psychology, shadow work, like a, a sort of deep dive into yourself uh, and then some skills around connecting with other people. And then over the subsequent days, we had less and less training each day and more and more open space for people to feel how they wanted. And um, there was this attempt to like strike a balance between like leading from the front of the room and then leaving lots of space for people to co-create whatever they wanted. And that was, um, it was successful in the sense that I, I feel like most people learned a lot. Um, there's some really good connections formed, some lifelong friendships formed there. And it really felt like the network came online or came alive in a way that it hadn't until that first big gathering. But from another perspective, it was disappointing because I felt that the we never kind of got out of student teacher mode or like um, kind of like consumer mindset in a, in a way. Like um, we had such a experienced and sophisticated hosting team. It's kind of like there wasn't really much space for people to fill up and make the thing their own. Uh, even though we tried to share the agenda with everyone, it's like, well, once you've s sort of set the stage with all of these like super professional, whatever people to look up to, uh, it's pretty hard to then like flatten the hierarchy after that's that's set. So then in, in the second one in the States, um, we went for a much more egalitarian approach where there was no formal training pieces. Um, and that, that felt a lot more satisfying to me in the sense that people showed more ownership um how this compares yeah again i think we really were extreme as far as i'm concerned the hosting was extremely lightweight um uh, it was very uncurated there was no like yeah it wasn't like a really clear objective about what we're supposed to do here there wasn't a an a preset agenda um Jocelyn and Jonas who are at the front of the room. They were really trying to like enable collaboration to happen, but they didn't, they weren't really pushing for the group to go in a particular direction. And as a hosting team, we had a real objective of um, basically what's the least that we can do and, and still support this group to have, to really make the most of the opportunity of spending time together. Um, and that, I felt really solid on. I felt like that was a, I th I, we basically succeeded on that metric that I was interested in, which was like, um, especially on the Friday when the second cohort of people showed up, none of the formal official hosting team was involved in like welcoming all the newcomers as they arrived. That that responsibility was decentralized and it felt very effective that like the group was really, I mean, you know, people were, were taking care of the kitchen, cooking food, cleaning up running all of the workshops like it really felt like the group was taking ownership of itself in, in a quite satisfying way for me like um coming from Inspiral where we've built a habit of gatherings over more than 10 years and we know each other really well and we've got like deep practice in this stuff um yeah when I'm at an Inspiral gathering I expect a huge amount of co-creation and a sense of co-ownership and and very little hierarchy and I got some taste of that in this in this group and i was really excited about that because many of the people didn't know each other they hadn't been before they you know we didn't have that prior experience so to get there in three or four days felt really rad um how it compares to other ga other gatherings you mentioned jess camp i think that's an important 
um, piece of the story. So Jess Camp was the previous week. It's a bunch of Twitter people getting together in a hotel for a week, 75 people. Um, and that's more like a party. It's more, um, uh, more about having a really good time with your friends, less about trying to learn something or get something done, even though lots of learning happens and collaborations are sparked from that. There's kind of like a different center of gravity. Um, mm. and, and, and we timed the events intentionally so that people who had come to Jess camp could come immediately afterwards to summer camp. And that was a definite, um, it was cool because it meant we had this like cluster of people go from one event to the next. Uh, but it definitely had an impact on the, on the whole, uh, there was, there was like a distinctive group of Twitter people in the summer camp that you could kind of feel the, this kind of soft boundary around their group because they'd had a shared experience and other people hadn't had. And that, I think that caused, you know, some ripples in the social field. It, it wasn't like a, a big deal, but um, that was a factor. Yeah. Is there, is there more comparison stuff that, behind that question? Yeah, I noticed, like, I think when I started, I asked it, I felt like, like, like your, I perceived like your energy dropped a little bit. And so I was like, oh, like, maybe I, that wasn't a very interesting question for Rich. Um, I don't know if that was just my perception. Um, but I had asked it because, um, right, I asked it. Um, one, out of curiosity, and two, like, out of context, um, in the sense that, hmm, maybe the most direct way to get at this is like i have a story around um around the gathering um that may be like would it be would you be open to me to sharing about it um okay great because I, I, this is something i've thought about a lot um and it stems from right you mentioned alluded to like the this twitter gathering within the microsolidarity gathering and this is something that i was like talking to people in like with some of the twitter people about um and my sense uh, is that there were some kind of there were uns, unspoken in, intentions at the gathering, um, and I believe this because I've had the same intentions unspoken at things that I've organized, uh, which is uh, like the focus on decentralization, the focus on welcoming people. Right? It's like what, like right? The, the Twitter people ask like why? Why is it important to welcome people? Like I'm doing my thing. Like we have a group. We're vibing. Um, which is actually like totally fine. Like there's nothing, there's actually nothing wrong with that. Um, and my sense, and my sense is that one, there were two of the unspoken intentions um, were one, like longevity of like the community, right? Like the Twitter people are coming in and like, this is a time to get together with their friends. You're looking at this like, is like I'm building a 10 year, 10 multi-decade like life purpose mission as are maybe some of the other organizers organizers of which like being able to welcome people into something is important for continuity. Um, and then two, like, I guess directly related that um, a perceived intention of my, that I think is like uh, the I, uh, intent unspoken intention that I perceived uh, was like, like raising everyone's power level or agency levels, hmm. um, which again, like there's actually nothing wrong with just vibing. But I think there was some implicit like pressure, maybe not pressure, but like, yeah, intention, right. To encourage people to like step into doing stuff, like try facilitating, initiate a thing, like have a difficult conversation, like whatever it is. Um, yeah. And so I'm curious how that, uh, how that lands or resonates or doesn't with you. 
Yeah, definitely. I um, I track with that. I, it's really common for me to go to events and at the end there's kind of like a closing circle and someone will always say, "Ah, oh, I feel like there were three different intentions playing out in this gathering." Um, and sometimes people say that as if it's a problem, and I'm always like, "Yeah, good, you know that." <laughs> um, and and usually I don't mind, but I did feel um. In retrospect, I felt like as a hosting team, we could have been clearer with what our intention was and what we were inviting people into and um, and created a kind of smoother flow in some sense. Um, so like, I think you're right. This word longevity really resonates for me. Like I am interested in connecting with people who want to build something with me over a long term. Um not that they're building my thing. They're, each of us are building our own things and then we're connecting and there's something between us like that. That's really exciting. Um, I'm definitely interested in pushing people to up their power levels and up their autonomy levels and to like embrace agency and to, to like, um, I'm trying to create a context that's, um, yeah, that has a kind of, I'm, I'm trying to basically create the ideal conditions for growth where there's sufficient safety, but there's also sufficient push. Um, you know, there, there's the, the the kind of this balancing between you're going to be respected and taken care of and listened to, and there's going to be this like emotional um, responsiveness. And we're going to push you to take responsibility and to, um, to step up. And like you said, to have difficult conversations. So like, for example, there's someone that came to me, it was like, I'm having a hard, uh, I'm not comfortable in this relationship that I have with this person. And they were, I felt like they were implying, can you take care of that for me? And I let them know, I, I'm I'm willing to take care of that for you. I, I think that's part of the hosting responsibility. If you're having a hard time with someone, like I can step in and, and help resolve that. Um, but I'm only going to do that at the end of the day. And so like, um, you've got like six hours to sort it out yourself. <laughs> And they took they 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 took the opportunity and they sorted it out themselves and that was that felt really satisfying to me. It's like ah, perfect, you know, like this awkward moment where you've got this choice between do I step forward or, or do I step back or step to one side? And they chose to step forward, and that for me was like very satisfying. Um, and then I think that there was another intention which was, I want to hang out with my friends, and, um. That's obviously a good thing. I mean, I think that's kind of like one of the main ingredients for community building. Um, but what I discovered through my little moments of dissatisfaction or frustration is that I was bringing a, um, I had an, un an unwritten rule, you know, I had this kind of like implicit demand of people that I never d disclosed. And so um, it's not surprising that people didn't know about it or, or live up to it, but um wait one my, second my friend knocked on the door give me one second great great sorry about that <laughs> no worries so no. i had this i i mean and this is this is just one kind of detailed example which i can give but it's more um it's also interesting in the sense of like what it illustrates about uh trying to strike the balance between pluralism and clarity or like diversity and focus or something like that um, so I'm always like trying to enable as many different experiences to happen at once. And, um, 
and that can come at the expense of clarity. So one thing I didn't clarify until afterwards was I have this principle in mind that my code word for it is universal alongsidedness, uh, which is a mouthful, but it means like when I'm in, in, a, in a gathering like that, the job is not to filter people and find like, who do I vibe most with? That's a, that's a sort of like a side effect or a consequence or like a symptom. It's like, that's a, that's a pleasant thing that happens is you find the people you vibe, vibe the most with, but that's, that's not the objective. It's really like, like I noticed there are a couple of people that on the first couple of days, I really felt them like getting on my nerves and kind of grating against me. And I intentionally went towards them with this attitude of like, huh, what do we have in common? Or like, what, we've both showed up to the same event. We're both responding to the same invitation. We obviously have something in common. Um, how can I approach you in a way and try a few, basically try a few different games as it were and find a game that we both find satisfying to play. Um, and there's this, this spirit of like quite abundant curiosity and, and positive regard for, for another person and assuming that if our first encounter is not good, it's not because they suck or like, we're incompatible. It's just like, yeah, this is a good opportunity to practice, you know, uh, reaching a little deeper, being a bit more curious about other people, um, finding points of connection that wouldn't jump out immediately if it's a, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, this person is like 20 years older than me, or this person works in an industry that I find reprehensible, or, you know, like there's these kind of like obvious um, barriers and and like reaching across those barriers and 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 looking, how do we get alongside each other? that to me is like kind of part of the project, but I never disclosed to anyone that that's the project. And so then I was disappointed that some people, I didn't feel like some people were doing it. I felt like some people weren't especially curious about, um, or that they, they, they had a not great encounter with someone and then were just like, okay, you're not interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to keep filtering till I find the cool people or some, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to describe it, um, accurately. Um, but yeah, this seems to be part of my role, I think, is to like to articulate where the boundaries are or what the expectations are, the invitations, the the norms, the principles, like um how do you know if you're doing microsolidarity really well? Um I've got a role in helping to shape that list. I definitely can't do it myself. Like um mm. I've got all these biases and I'm a I'm a lopsided person like all other people and it needs to be sort of like co-created to an extent, but there's there's something distinctive that I've, I've got to do there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we kind of covered a bunch of kind of intentions, right? Whether it's like whether it was the two that I shared around like longevity and like increasing power, but also around like like vibing with friends, also around like uh like this kind of like universal, like looking for the like common games to play. Um, I think there was another one or two at least that you mentioned. And I guess I'm curious, like, do you uh, make or have any sense of a distinction between rich, the individual, like the dude, and rich, like the person who is a space holder slash leader of the micro solidarity network and which intentions those, each of those belongs to? Like, for example, this like, this like looking for games to pot like games to play with everyone like is that something that like you just like rich the dude likes to do and wants to do or is that something that you see as like oh this is a deep part this is part of the like micro solidarity fabric and like these should be like codified almost yeah yeah it's a really hard question and for each of those yeah it's a really hard question i mean i uh, one thing that i can use to help 
reflect on that is at Jess camp, I had no responsibilities, right? Like I was just a dude, dude amongst dudes. And, um, and that felt so relaxing and I was so grateful really. And I, and I felt like actually Jess invited me to really relax into the role of like not having responsibilities. Um, I probably spent less time in the kitchen than most people, for example, you know, and that felt really great. Um, and I guess I, my, my hope is that when I'm like a, a very mature leader or something, those two characters would be the same thing. Um, but at the moment when I feel I'm in a position of responsibility, even a, a quite vague position, you know, like at this gathering, I didn't do most of the organizing. I didn't do any of the facilitation. I wasn't up the front of the room very often. Um, but still I've got some informal authority in the room. Um, I'm definitely very aware of what I say and do. Um, in a, in a much more self-conscious than, than I would be if I was like just, just being myself. Um, and I think that's appropriate. Like, I think, I think anyone that has a, um, anyone who has more influence deserves more scrutiny. I think that's, I think that's basically how you keep power in check. And, um, if my behavior is being scrutinized, I'm, I'm not going to be completely effortless and flowing and just being myself, non-doing my personality. Um, I'm, I'm going to be like intentional about like, oh, if I make that joke and it lands badly, like that's, yeah. When I've got, when I'm wearing the special hat, like it, it changes the way that, um, it changes the impact of, of all of my actions. And so like, I'm quite conscious of how to do that. Um, so yeah, I think I think the project is kind of like to grow up into the kind of person that that can be, that can withstand a lot of scrutiny without being inhibited or um, having to cut off big parts of my personality, but just like be a decent person that that can handle that. Um, that doesn't, yeah, that is kind of like that's reasonably clean and has integrity and those sorts of things. I think I'm growing into that person, but I'm I'm still a work in progress. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like how, how to like walk, how to balance like the needs of rich the individual with like rich the person who has power, like the a leader in this community, and you know the work things that you say like have extra weight and um, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. This this power stuff is very. I have a lot of uh, uh, yeah. It's a very interesting topic for me. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's a question that I want to ask. I guess is there a question that you want to is there a question that you would want to be asked right now? I yeah, I think I'm I don't know exactly what the word is, but I, I feel like I'm getting some I'm I feel like I want to get somewhere. Um and it's and it is related to power and leadership and 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 role and all this sort of stuff. Um there's I feel like I'm currently in a in a in a dilemma and um and I need to think it through with supportive peers uh, to kind of, kind of get unstuck. So the dilemma, the, 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 the place where it was most absurdly obvious was when I was, um, I had two options for where to spend my time. Um, it was my turn to be washing the dishes. 
That was option A. And then option B was I wanted to host a session to kind of help co-create the vision for the network. And it, that session needed a bunch of prep and forethought. And I had to choose, am I going to go wash the dishes or am I going to prep for the session? And I chose to wash the dishes. And I think the the session suffered as a result. And I say that's absurd because literally everyone at that gathering is equally capable of washing the dishes. But there's something that only I can do which is related to the vision. It's not that I'm the only one who's got something useful to say, or I'm the only one who's um, got what it takes so that they can contribute to the right values and all that sort of thing, but that I can do something that no one else can do, which is um, I'm the, I'm the central point in the trough in the trust graph. Um, uh, more people trust me more than anyone else in the network. Even lots of people like Jocelyn and Jonas, Uta, Dan, uh, you, uh, Ewan, like there's a Sarah, there's a bunch of people now that are developing trust in the network and that people, they have a reputation, they're showing up, people are respecting them as accountable and, and it, people with high integrity and all this. Um, but all of those people trust me, you know? And so like there's this, there's this, this kind of position that I'm in where if I say, I'm really excited about XYZ vision, um, people are, are going to be biased in favor of going like, if Rich thinks it's cool, I think it's cool. And if, you know, it's like, it's, it's quite easy for me to mobilize the group in a certain direction. And for me, it's really, I've got these like competing commitments, you know? So like the, the thing about the reason I did the dishes is because I don't want to put myself above others. I don't want to, I mean, I, my values, I think are pretty egalitarian. Like I want to be an equal with others. I, I really, um, don't enjoy elitists or authoritarians or, you know, like I really don't want to play that game so much. I think of, of the mission of this whole project is about coming out of domination and into partnership, which is about refactoring our power relationships. Um, so for me, it was important to like play my part as an equal, but then the other commitment is like this commitment to excellence, this commitment to ambition, to like doing something important, making an important contribution to the world um setting the boundaries and designing a container that that can hold um yeah the ideal conditions for growth like I was talking about before like that I think that's kind of like a sophisticated design job that's partly about skills and knowledge and values and partly about relationships and who trusts who and so like I like I said I've got this unique role to play in that system and I and I um don't want to impose my view on the thing and make it I don't, what I really don't want to do is to build a network that just looks like a supersized version of me. Um, I think it should be a lot more diverse than that. I think there should be all these different aspects of the network, which don't fully resonate with me where I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, I guess that's fine. Kind of like I was saying about getting alongside people who don't, I don't immediately vibe with. I think the network should grow into something like that. Um, but because of these competing commitments, I just, I just kind of get like, um, there's these moments where I kind of get stuck in inaction and just don't, don't, don't know how to take a graceful step. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, I feel some relief getting that off my chest. And um, 
I look forward to getting more more articulate on the on the challenge, and I'm really curious to hear your take on it. Like, uh, what? Yeah, what you're seeing. Um, yeah, what do you see in 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 the role that I'm playing? And um, I, actually, reflections, but actually, advice is good too. Like, if if you were me, what would you be doing? That kind of stuff. Any yeah, any of your reflections at the moment would be really juicy. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Happy to offer. Yeah. I mean, I definitely heard like, it was like, it sounds like you were stuffed between like at least two different polarities, maybe more like one that I heard was like around like, like, um, like this egalitarian, like, do, like integrity, like doing your role, like, like doing the same thing as everyone else. Um, and the sense of like, Oh, like I have, um, like a, a role here to play in the network. Um, and something also around like, oh, like what would be best? What like what would be best for the network? Is it like for me to and right in, in that like of like what is it best for me to lead by example by doing do, being on the boots on the ground or like stepping into this role? Um and then also like there's also something around you didn't actually say this, but it, like something about like what does Rich the Dude want to do? And I I assume that Rich the Dude would rather do the session than than wash the dishes i actually don't know if that's true or not you didn't, that's you didn't true say. that is true <laughs> um <clears throat> you know and so there's kind of like the what's the best for the people and then what's the best for rich um and i guess i like i really like i I found that framing really really useful like the more that i can like try and like be clear about like when i'm when it's when it's about me the dude johnson the dude and johnson like the person and leadership um yeah and i guess that's a segue into like reflection on it is like uh hmm. I guess it was invited like perspective and advice but also like I guess I'd, I'm I'm wary of like going too far into a spiel into my spiel so please feel free to like cut me off um yeah. if if um but essentially like I, my sense is that like if I was to offer something, it would be that, and that, as you said at the start, like that you don't feel like you have a very clear sense of like what's rich and what's, what's rich the dude and what's rich the leader. Um, and so that makes my, my sense is that not being clear about that makes it hard to make a decision like the one that you just, that you just talked about. Um, mm. Where if you were clear, um, you could say like, okay, I'm able to act as rich, the person with power and like, uh, and do this thing and more not being able to do the thing that rich, the individual wanted, for example, or to say like, oh, actually like doing this thing, um, that I'm supposed to do, whichever one it is, uh, would actually lead to resentment. Um, and like, actually like, that's not like, and, uh, and I don't, I'm not currently re emotionally resourced enough to like do that. So I'm actually going to honor rich, the individual. And then like, like the collective can figure something else about uh, about the power um and so in this one like it sounds like um yeah so that's one thought um is about like checking it as like um yeah like allowing rich the dude to like be honest about what the thing what he wants like if, if Rich the dude wants to do the session, like Rich the dude is allowed to do the session. And that is like an important an important consideration in all in, in this. 
Um, and then secondarily, like with, uh, with like what's best for the network and what's best for the people. Um, yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, that's the thing that I want to say. So it's something like, what is it that I want to say? It's something like, at least the way that I see my role as a leader in any context, basically, is like, I want the people that I'm leading to have the best experience possible, basically, independent of my personal biases or judgments or what I think is best. Um, and it's something like, Right, and I can't like know that. Um, and so I feel like there's like a, I suppose my sense is like, there's not a right or wrong almost. There's like a, like you choose, like you, you know, go, you go off your gut, your intuition or whatever, and then like you collect feedback. Um, um, what am I trying to, what am I wanting to say here? Uh, I guess part of me is wanting to say something like, oh, like predicting what's best for people is like almost like act of folly. Like, you know, like the, like, what yeah. is it? I think it's like the yeah, Taoists, yeah. like, oh, like I got a horse, like, oh my God, your life is so great. It's like, we'll see. And then like, the, and it's like, oh, and then we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Like, I wonder if there's yeah. something like that that might be valuable here. Yeah. Um, I think, I think what I'm getting at is, I want this thing to grow. Um, it seems important. It seems like fun. I think we can have a really good time and make the world a better place and 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 kind of patch up some really um, threadbare social fabric, give people much more ready at hand access to a sense of belonging and 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 purpose in their life. Um, I think we can do things that like, yeah, I think we're developing approaches and recipes to meet some of the deepest human needs and they're quite accessible and straightforward. And if they were more commonly known, um, they would alleviate a lot of suffering in the world. And I'm not in a hurry, um, but I do want it to grow. I do want it to not stagnate. I want it to grow. And so like, as someone who, you know, you've been participating for a couple of years, you're showing up in lots of different ways. Um, I think you're, from my perspective, it looks like you're coming to learn how do I be a more effective community organizer? And you also have some level of commitment to the network itself uh, and you want to contribute and, and help the thing grow too. And I'm like, um, I want there to be lots of you. <laughs> I want there to be lots of organizers who are doing their work in the world and being better resourced and getting great advice and great companionship for the challenges of being an organizer and making contributions to the network. So this thing is like resilient and not um not dependent on me, but but like um 
that I'm participating in it with lots of other participants. And um, it's obvious to me that people don't get it. <laughs> they, they don't, that I haven't articulated my vision in a way that really resonates with people at the same, uh, it's not as, it's not as motivational in the way that it is for me. Um, like I, I literally have a, a decades long commitment to this thing and um, I don't know how many people do. And I think there are ways of communicating or there's like processes um, there's like stages of maturity where more and more people would take on that level of commitment to a, a shared project. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do to help that process along. Um, I'm proceeding by feel and intuition and I think things are going well. Like I'm not, I'm not beating myself up. I'm not, I'm not evaluating the, the network and, and getting a, a failing grade or anything like that. Um, but I, I just have the sense that there are sort of moves that I can do that would really unlock a, a like kind of next stage of maturity in the network. Um, there are ways that I can get out of the way or that I can articulate a, a sense of direction or I don't, you know, like there's all these different moves, some of which are completely binary opposites of each other. Um, and, and my intuitive sense making is only getting me so far. And it's like, I really uh, feel in the need to be um, resourced by more collective intelligence. Uh, so I'm sort of like, I'd love to hear from your perspective what your perspective as a network member um, is there stuff you wish that I was doing? Are there things you wish I was saying or like are there boundaries you wish that I was asserting? Yeah. Yeah, I realized like, like I think my last reflection was like a lot more like thinking and abstract. But yeah, I can like try to be like, okay, what does Johnson wish that Rich would do basically? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I could like wave a wand. Yeah, I would say... Uh, I would like Rich uh, like outside of the like in your writing and in, in your like micro solidarity like building stuff um, to continue being like more and more opinionated and like saying like yeah like this is something that this is about this is something that this is about this is like you know these are the things that are about and like making that explicit um and then at the gathering to not enforce any shoulds like as a function especially as a function of your power right like i almost think of like ifs like self like this there's just like however ho however people are showing up like love and accept them as they are whether whether or not they're buying into the micro solidarity thing like they're there already like might as well like like might as well at least accept that and then see see what happens from there um and then in the context of actually being there, um, like to follow Rich the individual and not to worry so much, like not to worry about like, oh, what's best for everyone else. Um, but to be do so, being, doing so consciously. Uh, and the reason I say that and is because my sense is that, and this is also pulling a bit from my experience, like I'll just talk about my, my experience. The more I step into the, oh, like I am responsible for holding people the more other people like step into like the polarity of like, Oh, I am responsible for for being held. And so if one of my intentions is if one of mine or even like a solidarity's intentions is to increase everyone's power level, like the more I do that, the more I reify this thing that I actually, that actually does the opposite of what I want. And so better more like what I would like prefer to see more is like you to like step more into like, I'm just going to be rich, the dude. And I'm also aware of the power and what that I have and I have care for how that lands so please like 
give me extra feedback. But in the absence of like concrete feedback and requests, I'm going to continue. Rich is going to continue leaning into like, what does Rich want to do? Rich wants to mm -hmm. lead the session. Rich, go ask if someone will take over dishes. Yeah. I'm curious how that lands. Uh, it's kind of like good in theory and then and then hard in practice. Um, so like the the part that I felt great about was one of the things that I love to do is be a wingman, like as in someone who's not in charge, um, but supporting the people who are in charge and being the kind of like first responder to make sure that they're charged up with um confidence and enthusiasm and ambition and um i nailed that i did a great job of that and um i felt like i watched especially jocelyn and Jonas um go through like an accelerated leadership development process uh that was 90 percent self-directed by them and 10 percent me just getting in behind them and going <laughs> Uh, that's awesome like that to me is that's a really satisfying thing to do um as a me and i think it's great for the network so there's this kind of like point of point of intersection between what i want as a person and what i think the network needs um but then there's the, i basically that's because i have relationships with those people where we have we have sufficient knowledge that i actually do trust there well it's not a whole hard to trust but i have some expectation that they will give me feedback uh, and that they'll feel they have permission and even a responsibility to like to pull me up when they think that I'm pushing them in the wrong direction or like not not being responsive or attuned to their needs and things like that um when you say like just be yourself when there's a whole bunch of people that I don't know it's just not so easy to apply in practice because um Like I love to just be myself when I'm assured that there are other people that have basically the same level of agency as I do. Um, that's the funnest game to play. So like, for example, if I'm at a festival with a bunch of friends and we know each other well, we can go off and do crazy adventures. That feels really fun. But when I know that I've got just disproportionate influence, uh, just just be yourself doesn't cut it. Like, um, Because myself is not a coherent solid you know singular thing being, being myself is like i want to be the center of attention i want like i'm this hungry ghost that's just like desperate for approval from all sources um i have these like finicky details about these kind of sounds are nice and these other kind of sounds are horrible uh i've got all these like opinions which are not actually it doesn't support the group for me to like impose that on everyone but when i just be myself uh, in a in a group of people where I'm super empowered, um, yeah, it, it it like has it has these kind of side effects which um, are not fun for me and they're not supportive for the group. So um, there's there's kind of like a missing ingredient there, and I can do it when when I'm in someone else's space, I can just be myself, uh, and and that's actually really fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, part of what this is pointing at, I think, is like from a sort of tactical perspective, is, is just like we could totally host a different gathering, which is for people who want to contribute to the network in a sustained, you know, over a multi-year period, come to this and we're going to think together and I can, I'll feel much more able to be myself there 
and totally. um knowing that like people are going to push back like um yeah that, that that's almost like the criteria for entry is that your willingness to push back on me uh, because i'm going to push you too you know like that's the game we're here we're, to me that's what friendship's all about it's like we're we push each other around in a supportive way uh and we like step on each other's toes and then laugh it off and like, have a boogie um oh. but yeah when there's all these other people in the room that are like unaffiliated or like kind of on the fence about how they contribute or they're trying to learn about the thing and they're, they're looking to me as a role model of what the thing is i don't want to be too brash or like yeah totally yeah yeah when i hear that i like yeah i hear something about um yeah is it like it's not like it's not that so simple to just be me right like there's all these people that i don't know and like what's how is it going to land with them like i don't have any trust built with them like it almost reminds me of like um like something like carl's experience with the residency of like you know like oh like like as, as like a like warning uh cautionary tale almost and like what can happen if you know like uh if there isn't that trust and um like yeah um ex like ex extreme disconnection or something like that you know yeah. if yeah. you will um, um and that I, totally I, makes sense i yeah. want to actually anchor this with a very concrete example um to test if i'm making shit up or if it's real um so at jess camp where i had no responsibility i am um, i was a bit stoned one day and i made a joke um where where the next day i had i, I sort of reflected like oh i think maybe that joke was like really was like potentially offensive or like was just not what i intended or was just like kind of clumsy and so I went and checked in with the person that I was concerned that I might have offended. And they were like, no, 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 it was completely fine. Like, I hope you didn't stress about this. It was funny. Um, and I was like, oh, that's great, you know? And it felt very easy to just go and check in with them and and get clear that everything's fine. Whereas if I had been in a position of responsibility and I made that joke, I would have experienced that very differently. And I think they probably would have experienced it differently because... Um, uh, as a person with responsibility, I'm sort of signaling this is what behavior is encouraged here and making sort of like clumsy or potentially offensive jokes. I don't know that I don't want to encourage that. Like it's kind of okay to do that occasionally, but not to set that as the standard of like, this is what we're doing here. You know, like the, these kind of like tiny little subtle things are um, these micro moments are what the big experience is built of. Mm-hmm yeah and I, that yeah that totally makes sense like in the like especially where i guess maybe i could check first but i assume i like how about in your like group of close friends at the festival like how do you feel about clumsy jokes in that context great uh, i i mean yeah. that's that's why it's so fun is because all the guards come off and i can just be myself and not yeah. second guess anything and know that if i step on someone's toes it's going to be very easy to repair afterwards and be like oh you're right I made an ass of myself and I'm going to repair that. Right. And it's, yeah, it's like, just like, it's part of the fun. Yeah. Right. There's like the trust that everyone can just be like authentically them, which includes like pushing back as necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I definitely like, yeah, I really resonate with this, like multi different, different gatherings kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is what I, I had a conversation with like Jonas and Carl and I have alluded to it multiple times, but like almost like a like different like based on whether it's like different experiences, different value, or like having more similar experience, uh, amount of experience, more similar like power levels, more similar values, right? Like, like, 
um yeah you can have a get like gathering that's more explicitly about like leaning into being ourselves like more fully and like what that how that is to be together and an in a necessary important part component of that is like internal power to like to do that even if it include even if to be in, in authentic means having a difficult conversation right yeah yeah versus like something entry level like this where it's just like oh like a bunch of random people there's a little bit more there's a little bit less safety this and it makes more sense to be more in this facilitator like space holding e-role and before when you said you want me to be more opinionated uh i'm just trying to interpret that i think like if i wrote a list of like these are the 15 uncomfortable skills that I'm trying to practice when I'm, when I'm thinking about how to be the world's best micro solidarity practitioner. Um, I think you're the kind of person that would appreciate having that list. Right. And then you could play the game if you wanted to, like I said about universal alongsidedness, it's like the game is find the most annoying person and then make friends with them. Um, and, and, and that's counteracted with don't shoot anyone that just let them know, like, this is kind of the, one of the games that I'm excited about. Um, did I get you there? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To say like, here's like, here's what I think this is about. And like, once we're there, it's like, like do with that what you will. Like I like ultimately, like I respect your, like, yeah, you to decide what's best for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I really do. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I think um, what I just asked of you, I I want to just reiterate that for anyone that's listening that um, is either committed to the network or or is committed to me, you know, mm -hmm. either network participants or friends of mine. That to me, this is this is like one of the most important things in my life, and I really um, think we've got something precious here, and I want it to be great. And I need a lot of feedback and like triangulation and guidance. And like, I need to trust that there's going to be people that are saying this is out of line or like, this is missing. You should just fucking do this man um, or stop doing that. <laughs> or like this, you know what your problem is? Like <laughs> I need yeah. that kind of um, collective intelligence. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm really getting it, and this is just me starting to ask for it now. So, um, yeah. and 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 for that to be delivered, you know, with some consideration and like not, I don't want you calling me out in public or something, but just <laughs> you know, yeah. let me know what's going on and what you need and how I can how I can be more supportive in the role that I'm playing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Was that like an invitation for more feedback, or that was just like like trying to like just wanting to put out the? Put you can give me call. more. No, yeah, both. You can give me more feedback. It was an invitation to anyone mm. who's listening. But um, cool. Uh, mm. If if you wanna, if you wanna tell me what you're seeing, I'm interested. Mm. I could do that, or also like I'm also aware that like the structure of this was primarily like I was an interview, and so like I'm curious. I'm also curious. Like, are there is there more like. I like I'm sure there's also there's still more on this like what is my role in the what is my role um in the network and so yeah I'm curious if you have an impulse to like hear more from me or to like explore that question more I want to hear from you yeah yeah 
Yeah. Um, with, I mean, I can only share with you. Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. I I did have something, but I lost it. Let me think. Give me just a few more seconds and see if it comes back. There's something around, maybe the question is, right? So we're in the context of like a, like a gathering like this, where there's like, you know, lots of new people. There's not like, like at least not starting out with like high safety and trust, right? Cause you just are first, first contact with a lot of people. I'm curious to what degree some, a question of like, okay, trying to assess like what is best for the people here, given somewhat low context, given no no pre-existing relationship, like to what degree is that about like actually contributing? You know, if we're really honest, like to what degree is it about actually contributing versus like creating safety for you and the people attending? If that makes sense. I don't, I don't get what you're reaching for. Yeah, I guess this, so hmm, maybe I could be more direct. Like, so like my, the story, the story is something like asking the question, like, okay, like, is it better for like for the group for me to wash the dishes um, or to lead the session is more, my story is that it's more about signaling to people that, oh, like I care about egalitarianism. Um, and I wonder if there's like a more direct way to do that than um if that makes sense i'm i'm sure there is i just don't know what it, i don't know what it is like that's that's why i mean i'm in a dilemma because um i kind of want to have both i want to attend to both commitments or both values one about being out egalitarian and the other one about being clear and like helping set direction and things like that it's happening helping to set boundaries um and it's it's easy when i um when I'm a bit off-centered or like not not at my most creative or something, it's easy for those two things to become polarized and, and it's sort of like, oh, I have to choose between one or the other. I know that there's like creative ways to do both. Um, mm. But it feels... It feels like sometimes like a, a, a too hard puzzle. Right. And the other, I mean, the other thing is that my intuitive system is like, oh, if it feels hard, or if I'm indecisive, the appropriate thing is to not do anything. Like basically indecision is a, is a signal to wait. Um, so in that sense, I'm not disappointed about the gathering or how I showed up there. It's more like, huh, okay, I don't know how to do this elegantly yet. Uh, that's good to know. And now I'm embarking on this process of like, hmm, I need to pay attention to that and, and see how I can create the context where I'm going to grow through those 
skill shortages or like yeah mm. it's maybe even skill shortage is not that all the way to frame it but like i want to become the kind of person for whom the the next elegant step's obvious and i don't have it yet so like hmm, okay so i just won't take a step and and i think that's actually like this yeah that that feels like an okay approach um but i have this other part of me that's just impatient and kind of wants wants to make something epic and awesome and want to have it exactly. done next year yeah yeah Hmm. I notice like the the feedback that I'm sharing is coming from more of like is coming from kind of like a like like a fixing energy, hmm. but also like what like. But more than fixing, it feels more like sense making y. Like want, like I think I'm like wanting to wreck it, like understand your experience in a way that helps me understand mine or something. I think mm -hmm. that's kind of what's going on. And I'm reflecting that because like I noticed it feels like there's a mental motion of like kind of like grasping a little bit for yeah, something yeah. to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like partially that feels kind of like. I have a I have a, yeah. a question which is a sidestep. Yeah. Um what do you get from the microsolidarity network that you don't get elsewhere? Yeah, what do I get from the network that I don't get elsewhere? So one thing that's telling I think about my involving involvement in microsolidarity is like I think my involvement is largely the gatherings like in person where like i think i don't do that much or like i'm trying to minimize my online commitments even though i have a bunch like this at this point um and so i think like in that context um yeah i think the biggest thing is like connection and connections it's like other people who care about like like bringing people together doing it in ways that are effective, like fostering connection, trust, community, connection. I already said that one. <laughs> dodge, dip, duck, dive, dodge. Um, um, at this point, that feels like the biggest, the biggest thing for me. Um, I think initially there was more of like a, like learning, learning about microsolidarity, like learning how to be amongst people in like an open space kind of environment in that, um, you know, in an environment where people are like stepping more and more into being themselves and like, what does self-responsibility look like? Like, what does it look like for me to advocate for myself or like be authentic or whatever it is? Um, and so I think that's still there also, like this like ongoing space to like practice that, like how to be me together, mm -hmm. right? Kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like the people, there's like the, the people and then there's like the me and how I relate to the people. Um, into myself i think those are and so that's like a like practice space for that mm. those are the main things for me mm, that's cool a place to practice being yourself with others that's that's really nice um it just makes me interested in like 
are there actually if I ask that question of a hundred people, would there be actually like a sequence that people are first showing up like, oh, I feel awkward about this social experience or I'm um, yeah, trying to solve this particular problem. And then, then there's the next one and then and the next one. Um yeah, I I'm trying to get a feel for like But it's yeah, I don't know how to ask the question, but it's something about how do you what would make you excited to like really dig in and contribute in a in a big way? Yeah. Well, before I ask answer that question, be like I wonder if like not like something kind of clicked a little bit just now hmm. around. I think part of the thrust of my questions slash even like my feedback has been around like essentially like like if I want to practice being myself with other people, I want you to be practicing that too. And <laughs> yeah. so I think, and so I think that's kind of the it's like yeah. so like be, be yourself. I'm glad so you practice that out. with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. 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 if you're if you're not being yourself and you're stepping in the space hold, then I'm like now I'm re relating to you in this power dynamic way. And actually, like I don't want that, and it seems like you yeah. don't want that. So like let's just no, not do that. No. But of course, like, um, with the broader community, like of course, there's there's more considerations. I um, mean, the short answer to that one is come to Jess Camp. Um, yeah. where you'll see me being myself with no sense of responsibility yeah. uh, and a minimum consideration for others. Um, totally. But yeah, that's that's exciting actually as a brief, you know, like how do I, what would I need to have in place so that I felt I could do that? Um, yeah. And and I can imagine it being more doable if, you know, like if I'd sort of briefed a few people ahead of time and saying, this is my project, this is my dilemma. It's how I'd like to be showing up, but this, these are my concerns. That like, can you help um, steer this, steer the ship with me? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think I imagine that's how you are at most in spiral gatherings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it depends on the gathering, but um, and in spiral, it's less basically um, the power is more decentralized at in spiral, and so. Um, I do have more power than many people there. And so like, I'm still considerate of like how I interact with them, but um, I'm not the central point in the trust graph there. So um, I, I can sort of relax on certain topics that someone who is in the central point can't, um, they have to be more attentive. And um that's part of my motivation to like decentralize the power at micro solidarity is like have more people holding a piece of it, then there's less pressure on any individual to like sort of be a saint or or to be some kind of flawless individual or something like that. Like, um, and the and the dilemma is, well, at some level, I'm always going to be in the center. I believe. I mean, maybe that's a self fulfilling prophecy, but at some level, I started it. I've been setting the boundaries so far and, and the direction and the direction is certainly shaped by lots of people, but there's no mistake. It's my thing. Um, yeah. So like uh, how to hold that gracefully is that's, that's the big puzzle of the year. Yeah. 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 There's like definitely, and I, I, I suspect there's some tension between this, like what is best, like what does rich want out of, there's kind of like a, it's like uh, uh, 
like a polarity between wanting de to decentralize the power so that you aren't the the central like you are less central in it over time with like i also have strong opinions for what i want this to be like rich the dude um and like what this means to me like as a life like as a thing that i dedicate to myself to and throw, throw my, put my energy into and like want to build and leave in the world um yeah and so i guess like I wonder if like bringing the polarity internally and, just, and working with it internally around like, oh, like on one hand, I want to be able to be more authentically me. And on the other hand, I want to uh, like be driving this, be driving, like this is my, like the, my baby kind of thing. Yeah. And like internally, internally working with like, for a given a given a given action like which one is going to create more i don't know internal dissatisfaction or something yeah, yeah. we're like for the for the sake of the microsolidarity network actually like i suspect that like the speed with which it decentralizes or the speed at which it grows like i think the network itself is largely like ambivalent to that i don't know if that's true um but to you that matters to at least a part of you and so like it's like it 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 sounds like it's it's my my sense is that it's more about like what's 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 going on with you internally and how you how you how you work with that than like what's yeah. like best or most efficient or whatever for like the network um i don't know how that lands. i i would it's really interesting that you say ambivalent um because some people use the word ambivalent to mean apathetic um, right that's not what i mean yeah you mean ambivalent as in kind of like neutral uh, to it see that's not that's that's not right. what ambivalent means to me ambivalent to me means ambivalent like having a bond to both like <laughs> oh sure yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so so like yeah. it balances out to be neutral but there's actually like this internal tension lives in me but it also i think lives in the network in the sense that like i think there's a lot of people that would prefer me to be more directive and just say this is what we're doing here we go and I'd feel a sense of relief. Um, but also I think those same people would, uh, the more committed they get, the more frustrated they'd be if they felt that I had disproportionate power. Um, and <laughs> that's my, this is my um, guess. That's my guess. Yeah. And so that, that's why it feels like a dilemma instead of just like mm, something that I'm, uh, yeah, I, 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 it really feels like a tough one. Right. Like how do you hold those people to care also? Around, like what their, like, their preferences. And to, and to a certain extent, like I need them, I think. I basically I'm taking my own advice that I've been giving people for years, which is like, the way to make unequal power dynamics safer and happier and healthier is to talk about them. And like we just need to talk about what's your experience been like, showing up here and noticing that people have different levels of influence and, um, what's good and what's bad about that, and how can we make it more good and less bad over the coming months like i think there's this i need uh i need the empathy i need people to understand what my position is like but i also need to, to extend the empathy in the other direction and understand uh mm -hmm. what the experience is for other people i think that um there might be a thing where what's easiest at the moment is there's a few people where i feel like i'm basically i have permission to lead them and 
it feels good for both of us and it's obviously working and um feels wholesome and like not dominating or anything like that but i'm still in a position of seniority um and that's really easy it's a new thing for me i've never really done that before i've always been much more egalitarian than that um but that feels like it's going well um but there are obviously i don't want everyone relating to me that way that's really boring and not at all pleasant uh i'd i'd, I'd like to have some people that i mean ideally i'd like to have a bunch of people that are more experienced than me um that i'm looking up to or that that are equally experienced to me that that are my peers um and i don't know if i'm arrogant or deluded to think that uh i have an exceptional amount of experience in this stuff you know i don't know how much of that's just me like blowing my own trumpet <laughs> mm. how much of it is just like concrete reality that i've done stuff that lots of people haven't done and i'm looking for other people that can like um, meet me at that level of experience and yeah um help me make sense you know someone that's actually a little bit further down the path and so they can help me make sense of the experiences that i'm having um i don't want to overstate that case and again make a self-fulfilling prophecy that like i'm the special guy and no one else could ever possibly attain to that level um that feels really lame but mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I want to I want to be spending time with uh, community founders who've been doing it for more than a decade and and um, and and get them to grill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like there's like a longing for like yeah people with um, yeah peers like people that have like similar experiences that you can like really relate to, that you feel like you can like mutually really relate to. Yeah, yeah, like it. Yeah support advice that is actually like that's that's really relevant yeah yeah i'm curious i'm curious two things like one is like if you felt heard in this call where i feel like i have done more thinking and talking than i expected to <laughs> and then two like if you yeah in what ways you feel like you have and in what ways you feel like you haven't um been able to get maybe some of the support that you're talking about in this call um i feel heard in the sense that i think you understand enough about the dilemma um that i think you and i are looking at the same thing um i'm 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 glad for the amount of thinking and talking you've been doing that was if i if i wanted more i would i'd easily just like push you out of the way and talk more uh, <laughs> um it's definitely supportive just to have questions and and like to have space have a have a conversation buddy to like help unpack things and like try and look for you know the the focusing game like how to what's the right word for that thing that i'm feeling um, I find it a lot easier to do with a companion than by myself. So that's supportive as well. Um, and then, yeah, there's like specific um, points of advice where you've said something and I'm like, yeah, that's true for like this important part of reality. But then there's this other dimension, which I don't, doesn't apply. And I'm like looking for something else that you don't, I don't think you've got. Um, and that this is, part, this, is part, this is the whole dynamic mm. that we're talking about um, illustrated live. But then I have to say like you're, reflexivity and your um 
asking these kind of things and tracking like like you said at the start oh I, did, I felt like your energy maybe dropped with that question or something like that like your attentiveness is extremely supportive it's like okay this person is like showing up um you're you're as you're as in it as i am so that's that's super supportive yeah yeah okay cool i'm glad to hear that yeah yeah Hmm. There's something that I'm chewing on around like context for my for my the for the stuff that I've said, hmm. like the feedback. Where like hmm. I think on some level I perceive based on like kind of the things that you sh that, that you shared like at least about like the recent year Mike Solidarity stuff I think part of me perceives that there is more overlap in our experience than I think you perceive there to be mm. and so I think mm. that like that's a part of it or I think like I guess at the end of the day of course like any feedback from any individual is like, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> and, and there's also like a sense of like, Oh, like I, like, I think. And it's like somehow I think bolstered by like you, like explicitly asking for it. Like I, like I was thinking like, I was thinking like, Oh, like I have been in situations where I was like the, like the authoritarian leader and then I have experience like trying to give that power away and I have experience in gatherings where like that power actually felt like really successfully get like decentralized and then like ver a, a number of variations in between and I've experienced like being the leader trying to do that and then feeling disappointed that it didn't happen and then like working with that and so and so yeah it's like there's um mm -hmm. What is it that I wanted to say? And something about like wanting, to, I think maybe it comes down to be like wanting to be seen or something. Hmm. Maybe, maybe that's what it boils down to hmm. for like, like obviously like, uh, I cannot, I know I cannot, uh, compare to like all the experience that you have prior to micro solidarity between like Occupy and like Inspiral and like, like, not that even that that's outside of it. Um, yeah. But at least that, like, just that I feel like I feel some kinship relatedness, whatever mm -hmm. relatability to like, at least some of the stuff that you've talked about explicitly in this call mm -hmm. around like the different, the, the couple of the, the series of micro solidarity gatherings. Yeah. yeah 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 that clicks something like um you want to be seen for the expertise that you have and mm -hmm. i said earlier like i don't want to put myself above others but like i am consistently putting myself above others in the way that i show up to conversations like this and so like there's 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 a commitment that i have to being seen as excellent or like um 
uh, super super knowledgeable or super skilled or super experienced and that commitment gets in the way of um which you are me learning from <laughs> like, obviously like i'm interviewing you like i read your stuff not the other way around right like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but that commitment does get in the way of me learning um and um and i can see it's like i can totally imagine a, a way to be more mature that puts me in a much better posture for learning from others um and i don't really believe in this like strict linear developmental hierarchy where it's like oh i've crossed the threshold and you haven't and so all the lessons will go in one direction like, that seems like nonsense to me um but i seem like that it's easy to kind of slip into that pattern and it's really unsatisfying when i do it so like that's i think that's part of my homework is kind of like to notice when i'm doing that um how did how did it's kind of like how do you distinguish there's a sort of like don't know how to explain it but there's a there's a curiosity that i'll have for someone's experience to see what can i learn from what you've seen um yeah. but then sometimes i'll have this filter which is like you don't know basically you know yeah. there's this kind of like some switch goes off with 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 different people or at different topics different points in the conversation i'm like i'm not actually listening i'm not i'm not there with you i've I, I'm, mm. I'm i've like stopped listening and i'm now just trying to figure it out for myself um and then I switch back, you know, and like, and I did, yeah. I, I feel like I pulsed in and out during this conversation where like, sometimes I was with you, sometimes, yeah. um, sometimes I, it's like, we're just dancing around looking for something and, and you're stimulating my thinking. And that's great. Sometimes you're specifically saying something that's on. And sometimes you're saying stuff that I'm, I've just decided, no, I haven't got anything to learn from that. Um, mm. And I think I'm probably too quick to um, tune out from what most other people have to say. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that because like, yeah, I think now that I'm sitting with it, I think there was a sense of like, I think I did proceed. There was a bit of like a, Hmm, like when I'm offering the feedback, when I'm offering it, there's more of a, like, like I hear you. And like, there's all these other constraints, like situations where it doesn't like apply to which I think on some level, I'm like, like of course like no one's feedback is ever going to have your full like it like is ever going to have the full context and so if that's the bar like i guess i don't really have anything to say um <laughs> <laughs> like but i also don't think anyone's ever going to have anything to say other than yourself right um yeah and so yeah i think that maybe contributed a bit to my like okay well so do i say something like what do i like do i keep thinking do i keep trying to share like whatever you know that kind of thing yeah. I know. So we are one minute over time. Yeah. Um. I want to. A pre, one of my really good friends and mentors, Teddy Tetiklas, uses this word diffidence, which is the sort of like the moment where you're like looking for the, the right word, and um, I appreciate you've been curious about your diffidence, and and mine, and I feel like this kind of feedback and then meta feedback is is like really useful learning process and i also want to say uh, if we can get this conversation out quickly then i can advertise next thursday september the 7th uh, for the network call the monthly network call we're going to have 
I'm calling it ask me anything. Like I'm going to be there. Whoever shows up can ask me stuff about the network and the vision and the future and what's going on and all that sort of stuff. So that I'm hoping this is that useful material to kind of like provoke a bunch of conversations. I hope um, some people watch this conversation and then come to that meeting and ask me anything. Uh, and that's that meeting's open to anyone who's a member on the Open Collective, which you can join for three bucks a month. And we can put a link in show notes and things like that. Woo! Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Johnson. yeah thanks Rich. i appreciate your time man uh i yeah this has been a juicy conversation for me so yeah let's have some more yes absolutely cool all right and recording do we also end the call i do have a call that is starting in